Chatter Nation Pro Football Podcast. Welcome, welcome to Tutter Nation Pro Football Podcast. I'm Noah, currently missing my other two hosts, Troy and Ethan E.E. Bubbles. Uh, Ethan's been working really hard. Uh, Troy's got a couple sick kids, so he's being a really good dad and uh, staying with them. So you're stuck with me today, but we have an awesome episode prepared. It is that time of year. It's draft week, and it's actually the first round is tomorrow. Um we wanted to get this episode out much sooner, but uh, yeah, we just couldn't get our schedules lined up, and that's okay. We're getting it out today. Um, this is my mock draft. Um, I've made several mock drafts during this off season, uh, leading up to the draft, just because it's fun to do. I love doing it, and pretty much every one of my picks, aside from like you know five to ten of them, have changed a ton. So uh, this will be really fun. This is the one I made actually today. Super excited to share it with you guys. Let's get started. The Jaguars are on the clock. All right, this pick's so easy. Not going to waste a lot of time on it. Trevor Lawrence. He is an NFL-ready quarterback. Um, The more that I research this guy, the more I try to pick him apart, the more I find that I like about him. Jacksonville is getting a really good quarterback. Obviously, uh, it's kind of – it's all but – um, spoken. It's, it's pretty much everybody knows this is happening, uh, but of course we can't announce a draft pick before draft night, so uh, we're just going to wait for that name to be called number one. The Jets are on the clock. Number two. This one is almost as uh, widely accepted. Uh, there is some some debate around it, and I would, I would welcome any kind of debate. Um, Zach Wilson is the number two going to the Jets. I'm pretty much uh, going off of just what I've heard. This has kind of been a consensus pick. Um, I would love to see Justin Fields go to New York, go to the Jets. So I welcome that to be um, kind of an early upset in the draft. That would be super cool to see. Um, However, just given what we know, it seems like Zach Wilson is going to be in New York next year. The 49ers are on the clock. Ooh, this is where it gets really interesting. I am a Seahawks fan, so this pick matters a lot to me. Um, man, I, I I haven't seen a pick that's that's uh, just teetered more from one side to the other. Um, at this point, I really I don't know. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was Mac Jones or Trey Lance or even Justin Fields. Uh, we really have no idea what's going to happen in this pick. But um, just going off of what I've heard and what I know, I think it's going to be Mac Jones. I hope it's Mac Jones. It's just, <laughs> I, I, I don't want to have to worry about uh, the Seahawks defending uh, Justin Fields or Trey Lance. Um, I think those are, are both very talented players. Um, I think Mac Jones is a little more one-dimensional, and I'd like, uh, I think that's easier to game plan for. But uh, the reason I think it's Mac Jones, um, of course, all the rumors that we've heard, it sounds like Shanahan likes him a lot. It sounds like John Lynch is going to defer to Shanahan's judgment um, and he publicly stated that I think he did that for a reason I think he knows that the fan base is going to be upset with this pick so he's kind of uh, washing his hands clean of this pick in a way to where if Mac Jones is a failure he can say that was Shanahan's pick um, so he can keep his job you know that won't be a mark on his record I don't think his job would be in jeopardy either way um, and if this is a slam dunk pick then he looks great for trusting Shanahan with it the Falcons are on the clock if I were the Falcons, I would trade down. 
I think there's too many holes in their team, specifically in their defense. I think that they could trade down with um, a team looking to get a quarterback, which is a lot of teams. They could go for uh, Chicago, Washington, New England, uh, maybe even Denver. There's a lot of teams looking to get a quarterback. I think it'd be smart for them to trade down, uh, get some extra picks, maybe some future first rounds to actually draft a quarterback when they're ready to draft a quarterback. Um, but from what I've heard, it doesn't sound like they're trading out or there isn't any talk of that yet. Uh, I would be really proud of them if they did trade down um, and take some, take a cornerback, take uh, just to bolster their defense because um, they and Seattle at one point or another last season had historically bad defenses. So I think that should be their focus. Um, they already have weapons, in my opinion. Obviously, if they trade Julio Jones, and uh, then this selection is going to make a little more sense. But um, I have Kyle Pitts going at number four to the Falcons, uh, simply because he's the best player uh, in that spot, and that seems to be what Atlanta is going to be doing. Again, I, I don't think any other pick would make much sense unless they're going to go for a Trey Lance or the Georgia native Justin Fields to be their future quarterback. I think I, I still think they should trade down. You know, maybe they will, maybe they won't. But as of right now, it seems like they're going Kyle Pitts, and he's a great player. And if they trade away Julio Jones, um, yeah, he could he could get a lot of use in their offense. I mean, he's he's an awesome player. I don't know much about his blocking, but uh, as far as an offensive weapon, man, this guy is a monster. The Bengals are on the clock. Now, this one I've heard a lot of talk about. This one's almost probably the most split decision that I've heard. I hear a lot of people saying. Uh, Jamar Chase, I hear a lot of people saying uh, Panay Sewell. Um, I have them taking Panay Sewell. Here's why. Uh, Joe Burrow can't afford to snap another leg. And I think that getting him protection is the best way to do that. Um, I hear people saying that, oh, no, Joe Joe wants Jamar Chase. Of course, Joe wants Jamar Chase. They, you know, they played together. And I get that. But at the same time, I think he, I think he wants protection. I think it's pretty safe to say that Joe Burrow doesn't want to keep getting hit. Um, I mean, he's a tough guy. Props to him for, for you know, the strides he's made in his recovery. Um, I think he'll be a great player in Cincinnati. But, man, get this guy protection. Uh, there's a lot of offensive weapons as far as receivers in this draft. I would wait to get a receiver later on. Get the best protection you can. Panay Sewell can give you that. The Dolphins are on the clock. All right, the Dolphins. There's been talk about the Dolphins trading down again. Um, I mean, I think it's already... Safe to say these guys have, have basically uh, won the draft. I mean, as far as pre-draft, they've just they've done really great with um, getting draft picks, and, and I think that they haven't they have a chance to make a lot of impact with this draft. Um, you got to we got they got to find out now is Tua is Tua the right fit for them? All the pieces are there. Their defense is amazing. I think they're being coached really well. Um, the only question mark is Tua, and I love Tua. I'm not ready to give up on him. I think that he could be a great NFL talent, um, but you got to find out if if he's if he is going to be your guy. So get him a great weapon. Jamar Chase is who I have the Dolphins taking. I think he would be a great fit, um, and just it would be a great tool for Tua to have. You guys can see now. All right, you have an elite wide receiver like Jamar Chase, and if Tua can't make that work, maybe that's more of a telling sign that you should move on. The Lions are on the clock. Okay, everyone's everyone's talking about um, that the Lions are, are apparently set at quarterback. Um, last time I checked, Jared Goff is not a reliable starting quarterback. He did okay in Sean McVay's offense, 
But it, that's that's pretty much the best coaching you're going to get in Sean McVay. If you think that somehow Jared Goff is going to be the same or better in Detroit, which as a Seahawks fan, I kind of hope he is just to just to kind of stick it to the Rams. But that's just that's my petty uh, rivalry nature coming out. But I, I don't see how you could feel comfortable at quarterback for the Lions, and you know they they're not really in a place where they can start drafting for need, but. You you draft so you draft for the most impact the best player and why wouldn't you draft a quarter a quarterback? I have them taking Justin Fields here. This guy is a playmaker. He is he's somebody who can really get a team going. He can make the people around him play better. I think that there's there's really no better pick for them than Justin Fields um, at this position. I mean I, he's such an athlete. He is someone that you can really build a team around. I think this is the first step um, in the right direction for the Lions, um, and that's what I have for this pick. Tutter Nation trade alert. That's right, we got a trade alert at number eight. The Panthers trade down to number 15 with the New England Patriots. The Patriots are on the clock. And with the number eight overall pick, the Patriots select the quarterback of their future, Trey Lance. I really like Trey Lance. He's my favorite quarterback coming out of this draft. Um, If my team were drafting a quarterback this year, I would hope that we would get Trey Lance. I think his ceiling is so high. I don't even think his floor is that low. Um, I know that people think he's untested. He comes from a smaller school, and that's all true. And, you know, he could turn out to have a lot more flaws than we think when we see him at the NFL level. However, I think his athleticism, um, I think that him as a person, there's just so much upside. I I don't know how... Uh, you can pass on this guy. If I were, you know, one of these earlier teams, I would, I would try for him. I wouldn't be surprised if the Lions uh, actually picked him up. I think he's just, I think he's a really, really quality quarterback. And I don't buy into this narrative that some quarterbacks are not ready to be starters in the NFL. I, I do understand that that is the case uh, for some quarterbacks, but I don't think we can really know until they take the field. Even Justin Herbert last year, um, I saw him in, in an interview say that he you know, he felt he would feel more probably comfortable um, kind of taking a seat, the back seat um, to another quarterback and, and watching them start. And obviously that wasn't the case. Justin Herbert is a phenomenal starting quarterback. I think Trey Lance is ready to start. Um, just give him, give him some reps, give him some reps in preseason and some practice um, and, and try to figure it out there. Cause I think he's got so much upside. Uh, I'd love to see uh, what he can do in an awesome offense, an awesome team like the Patriots, that would be a great landing spot for him. The Broncos are on the clock. The Broncos. The Broncos, I'm sure, are going to try to make a move to get a quarterback in this draft. They've already said they want competition for Drew Locke. Um, I, I imagine them being one of the teams that tried to trade up to um, an earlier spot, maybe with Atlanta, maybe somewhere else. I'm not sure. And maybe they're successful in, uh, on draft day. That would be really cool, too. Um, however, I don't think they get lucky enough to get beyond their pick, um, which is number nine. And, uh, they have a lot of holes on their team. Since there's no quarterbacks available, I have them taking, uh, the top player on the board, at least defensively, Micah Parsons. Uh, I know there's been some off field concerns with him. Maybe he would do better on, um, on a team like Baltimore or Seattle teams that can handle, uh, big personalities. However, I think the Broncos take on uh, this challenge because this player is so dominant. He's such a physical uh, player and the off-field stuff 
oftentimes isn't as big a deal as we think it is or as it is in the news reports. So, um, yeah, I think Broncos take Micah Parsons at number nine. The Cowboys are on the clock. All right, the Cowboys, they somehow land the top corner in this draft at number 10. I think there's a lot of great corners in this draft. I actually have an old friend from high school, Lorenzo Burns. He is a cornerback in this draft as well. Uh, But I have the Cowboys taking Patrick Sertan at number 10. Uh, This dude is a really complete corner. Uh, From what I can tell, he's completely ready to be an NFL starter. And I think he could make an immediate impact in that Cowboys defense, which desperately needs help. I think their whole team needs help. They have so much talent on offense, but they just can't get it together. I don't know what's up with that. Obviously, they they can put up yards, but yards aren't points. Um, Man, the Cowboys are are a fun team to watch, but I think this is a pretty easy pick for them if he's available at 10. The Giants are on the clock. The Giants. I think there's a number of directions you could go with this team. I wouldn't be surprised um, at a lot of different picks, but what I have is them taking Jalen Waddle. This dude is quick. He is a great wide receiver. Um, One of my favorites in this draft. Um, He's super fast. He's able to get separation, which is something that Daniel Jones needs. Uh, Daniel Jones turns the ball over like crazy. I think adding someone like Jalen Waddle helps their offense, helps you get a better idea of Daniel Jones, and just improves the team overall. The Eagles are on the clock. I went back and forth with this one. This one changed probably the most in my mock drafts. Um, I had them taking a wide receiver at this spot uh, pretty consistently. Uh, but the more that I've thought about it, um, I think that their need at wide receiver and need at corner is pretty close. Um, so I think that they take the better player, which is JC Horn. I mean, this guy has been skyrocketing up the draft boards. I think that they, uh, there's just so much upside with this guy. He is a physical player. He is an athlete and he could be potentially the number one corner coming out of this draft. Uh, we just have to see once the year starts, but yep. Eagles taking JC Horn at number 12. The chargers are on the clock. The chargers, the chargers are pretty solid just about everywhere. Um, they have a couple holes, you know, I think that they could add a wide receiver, um, maybe some places on defense overall. I think they're a really great team. I think they're a team to keep your eye on uh, for the 2021 season, but we can't ignore their O-line, potentially the worst in the NFL. And they're going to take, I, I, I believe there's no chance that they don't take the top offensive lineman at this position, which in this case is Rashawn Slater at number 13 to the Chargers. Give Justin Herbert protection. Um, he's not a quarterback that needs a lot of protection because he's so quick and he's so good. Um, I'm really high on Justin Herbert, but I think that adding more protection will just open up the game even more and uh, keep him healthy as well. The Vikings are on the clock. Another team, I'm not exactly sure which direction they want to go. Um, I'm going to have to go off of what... I think they would do. Um, I know Mike Zimmer is a big defensive guy. So I have them taking Quiddy Pay edge rusher at number 14. Quiddy Pay is a playmaker. Um, there's been a lot of debate about who the top edge rusher in this draft is. Uh, and I, I'm not sure if I would say Quiddy Pay is the best edge rusher per se. I know he's got a lot of things to iron out, a lot to improve on, but um, the dude's a playmaker. He makes a big presence on defense, and I think that's what the Vikings are looking for right now, just somebody who can be disruptive, somebody whose presence can be felt on the defense. Um, and I think that's a slam dunk pick for them. The Panthers are on the clock. 
Now we get the Panthers. The Panthers traded down, and they still get protection for their new quarterback, Sam Darnold. I have a lot of people thinking that they're taking a quarterback over Sam Darnold. Um, it's actually, I feel like it's a more popular opinion that the Panthers are taking a quarterback over the Lions, which I, I don't get at all. If someone could explain that to me, I would really appreciate it because uh, the Panthers quarterback room is, oh my gosh, if they drafted a quarterback, it would be so full between whoever the quarterback would be, Sam Darnold and Teddy Bridgewater. I still don't know what they're going to do with Teddy Bridgewater. But um, I think they believe in Sam Darnold. I think Sam Darnold is a really good quarterback. Um, I'm not certain that he's NFL starter caliber, but I think we're going to find that out in Carolina. And uh, one way to help find that out is by giving him protection, giving him time. Uh, And I think they do that by adding an offensive tackle, Christian Derisaw, at number 15 to the Panthers. The Cardinals are on the clock. I have the Cardinals taking Greg Newsom, cornerback out of Northwestern, at number 16. Uh, he's arguably my favorite cornerback in this draft. Um, just the physicality and the speed, I think that's what you want out of a corner, someone who can uh, really get in the face of a wide receiver, someone who can keep up uh, with people who are more shifty and quick. I think Greg Newsom is a really, really interesting prospect. I think he's got a lot of upside. Um, for the longest time, I thought the Cardinals were going to be taking a running back potentially, but uh, they brought in James Conner, and I think that kind of at least fills somewhat of a hole for them. Um, but man, Patrick Peterson's uh, absence will be felt in Arizona, especially if they don't get a replacement for him. The Raiders are on the clock. The Raiders are an interesting team in this draft because they have needs on both sides of the ball. Um, If I were the Raiders, I'd consider getting Derek Carr protection. I think Derek Carr is an underrated quarterback. I think that he can be uh, one of the best in the league when he has time and when he gets in a rhythm, and I think getting a lineman would help that. But I don't think that's what the Raiders do. John Gruden loves playmakers. He loves uh, talented flashy player like Henry Ruggs. They took Henry Ruggs because he was so quick and John Gruden really loved um, the talent that he brought. And I don't know if that was the right choice, but I guess time will tell. I have them taking a linebacker though in this draft, uh, Jeremiah Awusu-Koromoa. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Um, Another great linebacker, um, super physical, uh, big presence, Uh, I think that they just look to bolster their defense a little bit. Um, But again, Raiders need help on both sides of the ball. Wouldn't knock them for taking an offensive weapon or protection there either. The Dolphins are on the clock. Dolphins back on the clock. The Dolphins addressed uh, some offensive need uh, in the earlier pick by taking Jamar Chase. So this time I have them going on the other side of the ball to help a defense, which really doesn't need a lot of help. But this just makes them that much scarier. And uh, this prospect's already in Miami. Jalen Phillips coming out of Miami. This guy is a really, really talented edge rusher, playmaker. Um, somehow, I believe he's going to be falling to 18. A lot of people have him as the top edge rusher in this draft. Um, but I think that he fits really well in the Dolphins system, just somebody who really gets his job done. And that's all they need really at an edge rusher position to somebody to take care of their position. And I think he does a good job of that. The football team is on the clock. The football team is on the clock. This team has a really good defensive line. Uh, They got a lot of promising positions. I think they could use a little help at linebacker, but I think they can afford to wait at this point. Um, 
I think that they should really give help to whoever their quarterback's going to be. Um, this is a team I would love to see trade up in the draft. I just don't know if that's possible given the teams ahead of them needing quarterbacks, so they might have to wait for a later prospect. Um, we'll see about that. So I have them uh, focusing on their offense, giving some protection to whoever that quarterback is. Elijah Vera Tucker, um, a great guard coming out of USC. I think that he provides some extra stability for offense, um, some extra run blocking for Antonio Gibson, who is an all-star running back. I think that just helps the offense overall. Uh, and this pick just makes a lot of sense. The Bears are on the clock. The Bears, another team, arguably the most needy at quarterback. Um, unfortunately, I don't think that they're going to be able to trade up. I know they tried to make a move for my boy Russell Wilson, but didn't work. Sorry, Bears. So I have them still helping out their offense. Their defense is, is pretty solid to me. Um, this is one of those teams where I feel like they really are just missing a quarterback. Um, kind of like the Buccaneers last year where they just really needed consistent quarterback play to elevate them to the next level. I think the Bears need that, but I don't see them getting it in this first round. So I see them helping out whoever their quarterback is by taking a wide receiver who falls to 20 somehow. The Heisman winner, Devontae Smith, will go to the Chicago Bears at 20. I know this one's probably the most uh, pull-your-hair-out kind of pick um, a lot of people are going to be disagreeing with this. Please send all of your um, arguments and, and negative comments to our Instagram account at Tether Nation, and Troy will gladly accept those. But right now, I think that they need a lot of help. Um, and Devontae Smith, I don't see teams really needing wide receivers that bad before there. I think that the, the earliest he could go would be to the Eagles at 12. But again, I think the Eagles are going to take a corner. Beyond that, this is really the next team I see that could really, really use a lot of help offensively. I think he would be a great fit here. He would really stand out. Um, he and Allen Robinson would be um, just a really great force for any quarterback to have. You don't really need an all-star quarterback if you have receivers this good. Still, I think they need a quarterback desperately, and hopefully they find one, find some sort of gem uh, in a later round. The Colts are on the clock. Colts, as we get further down the list, we see teams that uh, really don't need a ton. I wouldn't be surprised if the Colts traded out of the first round, um, but I, I'm just focusing on first round trades, so um, I wouldn't be surprised if the Colts traded out, but if they stay here, um, I think that they would either go offensive line, give Carson Wentz some protection, but in this case, I don't see a ton of offensive linemen worth taking this high so I have them going on defense taking an edge rusher super talented Aziz Ojolari um, I think he just helps a defense that's already really incredible uh, just gives them help at pass rush a lot of their uh, younger prospects a lot of the people they've been trying to plug in at pass rush really haven't panned out to be a ton and I think that he um, is a little more of a guarantee to succeed at pass rusher but uh, I guess we'll find out, and we'll see if the Colts think so. The Titans are on the clock. The Titans, this is how far I have Caleb Farley falling. I don't think he falls any further than this. I wouldn't be surprised if the Cardinals took him. Um, of course, there's just a lot of question marks around his, uh, his back. Um, I think that given his talent, the furthest he falls is behind Greg Newsom, which I have him doing. Um but man, this guy is super talented. A lot of people would argue he is the top corner 
in this draft, uh, just from a talent perspective, take away the back issues and everything. Uh, yeah, he's a, he's a really great playmaker. I think the Titans take a chance on him, and hopefully it pays off for them. The Jets are on the clock. These next two picks are very, very interesting. Um, I have the Jets taking Najee Harris. This pick makes maybe the most sense to me um, out of the whole draft. You're bringing in a new quarterback, probably Zach Wilson, and you need you need a prospect on offense. You need a player on offense that can provide protection, provide help in the pass game, and provide help in the run game. And I think Najee Harris does all three. I think he's an excellent um, blocker as far as running backs go. The dude could be a wide receiver. He's a crazy athlete. He might be, I think he's the most underrated player so far in this draft. I think he's he's a total playmaker. Um, I don't see how he could fall out of the first round. I'm not, I won't, again, I wouldn't be surprised if he did, given what I've been hearing. Uh, I, I don't think he should. I think that he is just too much of a talent. And I think that he fills um, a lot of holes on the Jets offense. Um, he would just be such a big help for them. They really have, I can't remember the last time they had like an all-star running back in their prime. And uh, this would give them just so much juice on offense. I think this pick makes way too much sense for it to not happen. The Steelers are on the clock. I said these next two picks would be interesting, and they are. I have running backs going back to back. From what I've been hearing, it sounds like the Steelers are pretty set on taking a running back in round one. I know they want Najee Harris. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if, if, uh, this, if this guy was their top pick, though. I have them taking Travis Etienne at number 24. Um, another great running back. I think he's a little less dimensional than Najee Harris, uh, but maybe even a better runner, maybe even a more powerful runner. Um, and this guy would fit in well in the Steelers' uh, offense. Um, I think Najee might be a better fit for them, which is you know understandable that they'd want to take him. But Travis Etienne, uh, an incredible running back, he's, he's pro-ready, and uh, the Steelers are needing uh, a running back, so this just makes a lot of sense. The Jaguars are on the clock. I went back and forth on this one between D-tackle and safety, but I landed on safety. Number 25, the Jaguars are taking Trayvon Merig. I believe that's how you pronounce it. Um, this this is actually a really interesting player I didn't know much about until I started researching. Um, I love watching his highlights. Uh, this guy brings a lot of energy to the defense, which is something the Jaguars desperately need. He's a top safety in this draft. Um, from what I'm hearing, there's not a ton of safeties, not a ton of safety depth in this draft. Um, and I have the Jaguars uh, taking the best one at number 25. The Browns are on the clock. Wow, the Browns are a really, really complete team. Um, even with Baker Mayfield, who I'm not entirely sold on, but I actually do like him. Um, for the Browns, at least, he's he's in a really good system. Probably the best place uh, a quarterback can be, given that O-line. Um, but I have I have them taking a defensive tackle here to bolster their defense to make it that much better the defense is already pretty solid but uh christian barmore i have them taking defensive tackle out of alabama to be honest i don't know a ton about this prospect i just know that a lot of people are super high on him and uh i know the browns need help uh especially in their interior defensive line and i can't see how they'd pass up on this guy the ravens are on the clock the ravens uh, the Ravens, man, I, I if you asked me like a month ago, I would say for sure the Ravens are going to get help at wide receiver. Um, but 
they they came out pretty publicly uh, right alongside um, Harbaugh, just kind of saying, you know, we're offended that everyone wants us to take a wide receiver. We're offended that, you know, everyone thinks we need help at wide receiver. And I, I don't think it'd be a good look for them to take a wide receiver for their first overall pick. Uh, after saying that, I think that kind of contradicts uh, what he said. What he said, I know, you know, it could be argued that he was just trying to give um, confidence uh, to this current wide receiver room. But man, I, I think that you know, he really went out of his way to say that. So uh, given that, I don't have them taking a wide receiver first overall. I have them taking another one of their needs that could be arguably bigger um, edge rusher. I have them taking Gregory Rousseau who has been falling a lot in this draft. Um, I know there's concerns surrounding him, but uh, I've looked at his tape. I think he's a really, really talented player, a really interesting prospect. Um, He's got a lot of upside. There is some risk involved, but the Ravens, I think, are kind of uh, the organizations that takes on risks. I know that Lamar Jackson um, had a lot of question marks, but there's just there was just so much upside they saw in Lamar. They had to take him. Um, and I think they, they could do the same thing with uh, Rousseau. I think that he's a super talented player. I think they believe that the organization's good enough that they can get the best out of him. And I think that they'd probably view it as a steal getting him at 27. The Saints are on the clock. The Saints. The Saints have some need. I don't know why nobody's talking about the Saints looking at quarterbacks. I know that, that they feel pretty good about Jameis Winston. I don't feel that confident about Jameis Winston. I, you know, people say that his LASIK has helped his accuracy a lot. Maybe it has. Maybe he comes out and wins MVP next year. I don't know. Maybe he does. Uh, I think I think that they should at least consider drafting a quarterback later on that they like. But uh, there's no talk of them really looking at quarterbacks, so I don't have them taking one. Instead, I have them taking um, a wide receiver, uh, Rashad Bateman, uh, simply because he's like the next highest uh, rated wide receiver on my list. Um, he's a playmaker from what I can tell, and he's somebody who seems like a really complete wide receiver. I think the Saints are super happy to take him at 28. The Packers are on the clock. The Packers. Most of my mock drafts had them taking uh, Landon Dickerson at this spot, center. Um, wouldn't be surprised if they did, but it just feels a little bit high to be taking him. Um, I think they might be able to get a quality center later on. Um, but they have a lot to make up for in terms of uh, making it up to Aaron Rodgers for what they did to him last draft. Um, I still can't believe that happened. I didn't really even understand the gravity of it until later on the fact that uh, Rogers is like, hey, help me out, help me out, get me weapons, and they just basically slap him in the face and take uh, his heir apparent. Um, but I don't see it going that way after this MVP season. I think that they need to show some loyalty to Rogers, um, especially you know, there's questions about him getting paid. Um, I don't know, you know. So, but I have them take, getting help at wide receiver to just at least throw him a bone. Um, I have them taking Kadarius Tony here. Man, this what he might be my favorite wide receiver out of the draft. I don't know. Um, this guy is a super complete player. Um, I think that he fits in the Packers scheme really, really well. I wouldn't be surprised if he went earlier, but I have him falling to the Packers at twenty nine. This guy uh, really good after the catch, really physical. Um, He's somebody that I think Rodgers uh, would love to have. He's a great route runner, so I don't know how you could cover two route runners like Kadarius Toney and Devontae Adams. I think that this would be an incredible pick for the Packers at 29. The Bills are on the clock. 
The Bills, the Bills, the Bills. From what I can tell, the Bills need help at edge rusher. So I just have them taking the next best edge rusher, at least on my list, Jason Owe. Uh, this guy is a really great playmaker too. I don't think he uh, is as good as the edge rushers that were taken before him in my mock draft, but I think this is a really consistent guy um, who could deliver in a system uh, like in Buffalo. The Ravens are on the clock. Another interesting wide receiver pick. I have the Ravens taking Elijah Moore. Uh, this is a, a really physical player, really good uh, in contested catches, which I think would help out Lamar Jackson a lot. Um, I know he's, he's looking for players that can get open. I know like a, like a Mark Andrews type of player, um, somebody that can be physical, someone that can that can uh, just pretty much catch whatever you throw at them. Um, I think that Elijah Moore, um, you know, maybe even more so than a lot of the receivers uh, that were taken before him, uh, is, is is talented at that at contested catches. So I think that uh, the Ravens take him at 31 the Buccaneers are on the clock Buccaneers final pick I would not be surprised if they pulled a Chiefs and traded uh this traded out of the first round um I I don't think that they have a lot of needs they're an incredibly talented team um I think that they could be a team that would trade up for a quarterback maybe if anything if they're being aggressive just to have some sort of backup plan when Brady's done which who knows when that's going to be um, but as far as going into this season, man, they are they are a stacked team. That you know they won the Super Bowl for a reason. So I just have them taking the top player that they could use, and that is Tevin Jenkins. O line, uh, you know, kind of gives you some um, security that uh, Brady is going to be protected. I wouldn't be surprised if they took a running back like Javante Williams here. Uh, but I believe in Ronald Jones, and I think that Tevin Jenkins helps you so much in the run game that uh, you don't necessarily need to draft the third best running back overall. Again, wouldn't be surprised if they did, but that is what I have happening there. And that is my mock draft first round, 1 through 32. Please let me know what you think. Actually, just let Troy know what you think by uh, DMing us in our Instagram page. He runs that. So if you have a problem with my mock draft, take it up with him. Uh, this is Tutter Nation Pro Football Podcast. Leave a review. Um, just follow us. Get the word out. We are uh, ready to take on this next season. It's going to be an awesome one. So stay tuned for more episodes. All right, guys. We out. <laughs>